Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, January 10th, and we have completed week one of 2022. I'm super excited to announce that Business Travel 360 is now in its second season. Our first season, with over 50-plus episodes, is in the books. The second season, I would like to dedicate it to my dear friend, Darini Perfecto. She passed away last week. She's one of those friends that's always supported and encouraged me to be successful. She was there whenever I needed her input and insight. I'm always going to miss her, and I can't thank her enough for being such an important person in my life, and more importantly, my friend. Now, let's get to the headlines. Flight cancellations and delays continued throughout the weekend, causing frustrations for many air travelers. By early Sunday morning, more than 1,000 U.S. flights and almost 3,000 worldwide were already grounded, according to tracking service FlightAware. Southwest reported the highest numbers of cancellations for a U.S.-based airline for the day, canceling 233 flights nationwide, or 6% of its schedule. SkyWest, a regional airline that operates flights under the name American Eagle, canceled more than 100 flights on Sunday. Alaska Airlines canceled 86 and United canceled more than 176. Among international airlines, China Eastern scrubbed 295 flights or 15% of its total schedule and Air China canceled more than 179 flights or 14% of its schedule. After tempering its outlook in October, CBRE has upgraded its forecast for the U.S. lodging industry after third-quarter average daily rate gains and a 35% year-over-year increase in hotel occupancy despite the spread of the COVID-19 Delta variant. CBRE now projects revenue per available room will reach 2019 levels by the second half of 2023 rather than 2024 as previously forecast. The company noted, however, that the new variant and ongoing concerns about the pandemic have continued to hold back business convention and large group travel. Still, CBRE projects that these categories to accelerate in the latter half of 2022. Further, despite the possibility of renewed travel restrictions, the company anticipates high occupancy levels from an increase in inbound international and business travel in 2022. In addition to an earlier RevPAR recovery, CBRE projects that ADR will reach 2019 levels by the end of 2022. The company's outlook for occupancy has it still lagging slightly behind 2019 levels through the year 2025. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Alaska Airlines on Thursday joined a group of airlines making wholesale schedule changes because of the continued spread of COVID-19. Alaska Airlines canceled about 10% of its remaining January schedule, citing an opportunity to reset this month. The announcement came the same day as Alaska canceled 17% of its schedule because either of staffing issues or weather impacting flights around the country. Alaska wasn't the only airline to issue a late cancellation on Thursday. Southwest canceled 21% of their flights, United 11%, Air Canada 12%, and WestJet 17%, all suffering double-digit percentage cancellations. The Center of Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, on Tuesday added Aruba, 
to its level 4 very high COVID-19 travel list. The CDC made the move the first advisory upgrade of 2022 because of an increase in COVID-19 risk in the destination. All level 4 countries that have more than 500 cases per 100,000 residents in the past 28 days. According to Visit Aruba, between December 26th and January 1st, 2022, active cases increased to 3,058 with 3,334 new cases, though no COVID-related deaths were registered in the same period. Hong Kong authorities announced a two-week ban on flights from the U.S. and seven other countries and held 2,500 passengers on a cruise ship for coronavirus testing Wednesday as the city attempted to stem an emerging Omicron outbreak. The two-week ban on passenger flights from Australia, Canada, France, India, Pakistan, the Philippines, Britain, and the U.S. will take effect January 9th and continue until January 21st. Hong Kong leader Carrie Lam also announced that restaurant dining will be forbidden after 6 p.m. for two weeks starting January 7th. Game arcades, bars, and beauty salons must also close for that period. The UK government is to end the requirement for travellers to take pre-departure tests before arriving in England from 7th of January. Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced the change in the House of Commons on Wednesday when he gave an update on the government's policies to tackle the spread of the variant of COVID-19. The pre-departure test will no longer be required for travellers arriving in England from 4 a.m. on Friday, January 7th. Johnson added that the government was also removing the current requirement for travellers to self-isolate until they receive a negative PCR test result. Instead, people arriving in England will have to take a lateral flow test by the end of day two, and if this is positive, then take a PCR test. More than 70 Aeromexico pilots have tested positive for COVID-19 as infections surged due to the variant leading to 22 canceled flights. The press secretary for the Pilots Association said that the cases triggered a domino effect forcing Aeromexico to isolate entire crews to prevent the virus from spreading. The pilots who tested positive for COVID-19 made up 5% of Aeromexico pilots. He said that the cancellations also represented 5% of Aeromexico's operations and affected planes heading to the Mexican cities of Guadalajara, Cancun, and Monterey. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Flight Center Travel Group, the parent company of FCM and Corporate Traveler, has fully acquired SHEP, the Texas based software company in which it made a minority investment in January twenty twenty. Founded in twenty sixteen, SHEP provides browser extension based communications and among other users can help corporates capture travel bookings made through non preferred partners and platforms as well as better understand travelers' booking behavior and preferences. FCM said that the acquisition comes at a pivotal time as it prepares for the global rollout of its new omni channel travel management platform. Meetings technology companies Aventry and Meeting Play today announced that they will merge into a single entity. Connecticut-based Aventry has been the leader in venue sourcing technology and data-driven end-to-end meetings management solutions. It drove growth through 2021 with a virtual event solution that focused on data capture and included monetization features. Maryland-based Meeting Play has been an innovator in meetings technology, first as a mobile app provider for in-person events. Through the COVID-19 pandemic, the company leveraged its tech expertise to provide a virtual meeting platform that has driven close to 500% revenue growth since 2020. Major corporate clients claim between the two companies include Autodesk, Facebook, Marriott, PepsiCo, and Wells Fargo. The companies have not announced a new name. According to the company's spokesman, the companies will operate independently for the near term, 
with integration planned in the coming months. Plans to tie two struggling African airlines together are reportedly moving forward. South African Airways and Kenya Airways are preparing to enter into a formal partnership that will see the creation of a pan-African airline. The president of Kenya confirmed the plans during his New Year's State of the Address last week. To boost tourism, trade, as well as social engagement, and to bolster continental integration, our national airline Kenya Airways will join hands with partners in South Africa to establish a pan-African airline with unmatched continental reach and global coverage, he said. The deal will help secure the future of the two airlines that have been struggling with business in the COVID-19 era. Travel management company Easy Avenues has signed a partnership with Trees for Travel as it aims to provide clients more sustainable business travel programs. The arrangement will enable the TMC's customers to offset their environmental impact by planting trees and investing in green energy via their Trees for Travel. We're delighted to be able to offer our clients sustainable travel and net zero events through the new partnership with Trees for Travel, according to Michelle Rogan, founder of Easy Avenues. UK's Eaton Travel Group has been acquired by Chris Thelen, the CEO and founder of Take-Two Travel Solutions. The acquisition will save jobs and talent while ensuring continuity of service to its clients, said a statement from Thelen, which added that the company was under pressure due to the pandemic and facing an uncertain future. Berkshire-based Eton, which also has an office in Cork, Ireland, provides travel management services to SME clients in the pharmaceutical, IT, finance, retail, manufacturing, legal, and consulting sectors, and also provides specialist services to VIPs in the entertainment business and has a MICE division. And now in news relating to the return to travel. Ultra-low-cost airline Allegiant Air will shake up their all-Airbus fleet by adding up to 100 Boeing 737 MAX to their company. According to Boeing, the deal with the Las Vegas-based airline calls for two waves of aircraft. A firm order is for 50 737 MAX 8 airframes, with an option for 50 more. Although financial details were not released, the Boeing list price for MAX 8 is $121.6 million, valuing the deal up to $12 billion. The order will split between two types of airframes, the standard MAX 8 and the larger MAX 8 200. Malaysians now have another option to fly thanks to the launch of SKS Airways. The new local commercial airline was awarded the full-service license by the Malaysian Aviation Commission effective January 1st. Its booking system is already up online and the airline will take to the skies in the near future. SKS Airways director said that the airline hopes to serve passengers soon, especially those from underserved destinations. SKS Airways operation is mainly focused on popular island-based resorts, coastal resorts with connections to major cities within the peninsula of Malaysia. Startup discount airline Avello Airlines plans to more than double its destinations this year while increasing its fleet of Boeing 737 NGs from 6 to 15. The airline also expects to add 450 crew members in 2022. The Burbank-based airline, which launched last April, currently serves 19 destinations. By the end of the year, Avello expects its destination count to reach or exceed 40. The airline highlighted its 2022 plans Thursday, also announcing a new capital infusion of $42 million. The new funding round increased Avello's capital base to $162 million. Japan's all-Nippon Airways, ANA, was the timeliest global airline in the world for the second half of 2021, according to flight data provider Sirium. Meanwhile, Sirium has declared Delta the world's largest airline for the best overall operational excellence. 
the ANA network recorded an on-time performance of 95% from June 1st through December 20th. Sirium defines on-time flights as those that arrive within 15 minutes of the schedule. The company typically tracks on-time performance for the entire year, but paused tracking due to the pandemic and only resumed it again this year, beginning in June. ANA was followed closely among global airlines by Japan Airlines, which recorded 94% of on-time performance. Russia's Aeroflot was third, arriving within 15 minutes of schedule, 91% of the time. And now in some technology news. According to The Beat, SAP Concur and Airbnb plan to turn off next week a direct connection that enabled Concur travel clients to shop the home-sharing platform's rental inventory in the corporate travel booking system. The move allows a wind-down in September 2021 of Airbnb's participation in the Concur tripling program. Once the Concur Travel Connection is fully decommissioned, targeted for February 2022, automated receipt feeds from Airbnb to Concur Expense will also stop flowing. General Motors is developing a number of autonomous vehicle concepts with different use cases for travel and transportation. The company, which unveiled latest developments at the Consumer Electronics Show CES, says it is working towards delivering the first autonomous vehicle around 2025. During CES, the Cadillac brand unveiled further concepts within its Halo portfolio, which initially launched a year ago with the personal space vertical takeoff and landing vehicle and the social space personal autonomous vehicle for up to six passengers. The inner space concept designed for two passengers is about enabling riders to enjoy what's around them as they take a trip. Inside, the vehicle can be configured with tailored experiences, augmented reality, and themes for the journey. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this business travel podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.